Blog Talk Radio. Just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day I don't give up, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I won't pick up, just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day in God I trust, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I don't give up. Yeah, you can go and tell the weed man, he ain't got nothing that I need man. I ride by that ABC store saying, hey, you won't be seeing me no more. Yeah, you can go and tell the trap boy, yo, it's a rap boy. You are not welcoming me, Gaza. You ain't got nothing for me, nada. No matter how hard life hits, I know where my life is. Yo. No matter how hard the crisis, yo, I know who Christ is. Yo, no matter what I won't pick up. Yo, no matter what I won't pick up. No matter what I won't pick up. Yeah, no matter what I won't pick up. Just for the day, no matter what I want to go. All right, all right. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Just for Today show. I'm your host, Lloyd B., with my co-host uh, and father, Lloyd Sr., and this is the show Recovery Just for Today that is dedicated to those who are struggling with addiction and those who are also in recovery. Also, we are a, a a resource for those family members who may have loved ones who may be struggling with uh, addiction in any form, uh, whether it be um, addiction to alcohol, drugs, or whatever other type of addiction a person uh, may be struggling with. You know, our primary purpose is to share our experience, strength, and hope with others who may be still suffering. And um, like I said, my uh, father is is the co-host. Did you want? Did you have anything you want to say to the uh, to the guests? I mean, to the uh, listeners oh, abso- today. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. All you all out there who are listening uh, this afternoon. I'm super delighted to be back up again with my son. Uh, live to be able to, uh, this is the uh, season of forgiving, so I'm super delighted to be able to to be back up again uh, uh, to share uh, my experiences uh, and my uh, knowledge that I have about uh, this uh, thing that we that we deal with uh, on a daily basis. I'm just delighted to be able to uh, to be able to talk again uh, and help my son out uh, with this um, very needed project. Where, uh, that he's uh, doing. I appreciate that. And um, for all those who are new uh, and have, and maybe just tuned in for the very first time, what we like to do at the beginning of each show is to have a moment of silence uh, for the still suffering addict, for those who have lost their lives to this uh, addiction. And also uh, to those who haven't found uh, their way uh, into recovery just yet. We like to have a moment of silence for those for those uh, uh, people, followed by the serenity prayer. So, if you would just uh, join us, uh, open up as as we uh, normally do with a moment of silence. God. Grant us the serenity 
to accept the things we cannot change, the courage, things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Amen. Well, listeners, uh, as my father was alluding to, uh, I've been under the weather uh, for uh, uh, a a little while, and uh, so we we hadn't been uh, live, but uh, I'm I'm so excited to be back uh, for the uh, for the show today, uh, today live, and uh, I believe we have a good topic today. I believe this it's it's an important topic, and I, I'm and hopefully it will uh, help somebody out today. I know when I first uh, was trying to uh, to get clean and to 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 enter into recovery, it was it was an uh, it was a, a game changer for me when um when I kind of got a hold of this and um if you follow us on Facebook at recovery just for today uh you may have saw the the uh, saw the the uh the graphic and the 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 post about the show and the title of the show is uh surrendering to win and you know so we're going to be talking about surrender uh and I know a lot of people don't like that word, and I know when I was coming around to uh, to different uh, treatment facilities and, and and different programs and stuff like that, you know, they would they would often mention that word, and you know I didn't like that word, you know I I I I, did, I really hated it because it signified defeat, and I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to seem like I had, you know, I was a quitter or, you know, or, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't hack, I couldn't hack it. You know, I wasn't, you know, uh, you know, man enough to, uh, you know, to, to handle, to handle life, you know. And so, you know, the, what we're talking about today is, is kind of, is kind of a shift in, in, in what a lot of people may be thinking. But you know, as we get into the show, you'll understand hopefully what we're talking about because I, I truly believe that if someone catches this today, it will it will be a game changer for them too. Um, I want to read something. I have a couple of clips uh, for for today, but um, before we get into that, I want to read something uh, from from uh, a lit- uh, from some recovery literature, and uh, it says. Um, in recovery, we will be introduced to spiritual principles such as surrender. If we if we faithfully practice these principles, we will they will transform our perceptions in the way we live our lives. Okay, listen to that. It says if we faithfully practice these principles, they will transform our perception in the way we live our lives. The process of surrender, I'm going to read a little bit on the, on the process of surrender. Um, uh, as we work at this process, we find that surrender is not what we thought it was. In the past, we probably thought of surrender as something that only weak and cowardly people did. We saw only two choices, either keep fighting to control our using 
or just cave in completely and let our lives fall to pieces. We felt we were in a battle to control our using and that if we surrendered, the drugs would win. In recovery, we find that surrender involves letting go of our reservations about recovery and being willing to try a different approach to living. The process of surrender is extremely personal for each of us. Only we as individuals know when we have done it. We stress the importance of surrender, for it is the very process that enables us to recover. So, I, I mean, it's, it's more here. It's more here to, to that to that particular to that particular uh, uh, you know literature. But I, I mean. I just wanted to I just wanted to open up with that with that um with that reading and 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 that that last line says we stress the importance of surrender for it is the very process that enables us to recover. Well, what 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 do you what do you think about that uh uh uh, uh Lloyd Senior? That right there that kicks the door open to to everything. Mm-hmm. When once we uh once we once once we change change the way we look at that surrender thing, you know, because like you said before, oftentimes we look at surrender as as losing. So what you're doing now, you're turning it around, you're turning it, it around, and you're looking at looking at it uh, as surrendering to win. So that changed the whole that that changes the ball game then, and, and once you uh, once you get into that, then yes you 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 are ready to uh, start to get on that road uh, road to recovery, because surrendering 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 is a, is is a, is, a, is, a, is 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 the most important turning point. Uh, it, uh, it is it it is it it is the starting line. Yes, the first step. To, the first step to where you start running this race to recover it. So yes, it, it's exactly. Surrender, surrender is a powerful, uh, powerful uh, thing to talk about tonight. Yeah, and, and the reason the reason I, I I like this topic is because it's not just for the person who is, you know, just struggling to to get you know to just to just get started you know what i mean this this is something since recovery is a process you know this is something surrendering as we as we continue talking we'll find out that we don't just surrender one time at the beginning and then that's it Mm -hmm. you know it's something that you know with years and years clean you still have to find yourself on a daily basis uh Mm -hmm. you know surrendering you know uh and letting go of things that may be hindering you or us, you know, uh, from, you know, moving forward, progressing or, or growing, you know what I mean? Uh, so, so it's not something just for the surrender is, 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 is something that we do not only just one time, but it, but it is something, it is the very first step. And like I said, it opens the door, you know, to recovery. So, um, uh, so for a lot of people, uh, including myself, you know, before, um, before I even began, the, you know, getting in this process of recovery, you know, one, you know, 
why was I continuously uh, failing at getting clean and staying clean, stopping and staying stopped? Mm-hmm. The, the the you know and, and and this is this is it you know what I'm saying this is the reason you know um, this is this is what this is what opens the door for us to 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 stop and to stay stopped you know um, it's it, it, you know surrender is 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 essential it's it's a key it's a key thing and we're going to talk about what that means, you know, what, you know, people are like, well, yeah. what, what do you mean surrender? What do you, well, you know, what, why y'all say surrender, but what does that mean? You know? Yes. And, um, you know, so we're going to, we're going to get into that, but, um, you know, I just wanted to, you know, mention, you know, talk about what, you know, what we're going to be discussing because, you know, I know a lot of people probably turn, may turn off, turn us off right there, you know, because, you know, Hey, they talking about, you know, you know, they talking yeah. about surrendering. They're talking about giving yeah. up, you know. Yeah, you uh, you uh, you hit the nail on the head uh, when you started when you said that um, we don't like to hear the word surrender. We don't like to hear the word surrender because oftentimes, uh, like I said before, uh, you said also that when you uh, talk about surrendering, you talk about giving up something, and we don't like it, and we don't, and we 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 people who have addictive uh, personalities, we really don't like to give. We really have, if we're, if we're truthful, if we're truthful to ourselves, we really don't like to give. You know, we, we, always, we always want to go on the winning side, but we need to turn the tables around and look at and take a, take a real hard look at what we're trying to win. And then once, and mm-hmm. then once we've identified how important the things that we need to win, you know, the things that that are that we, that we we're trying to win, how valuable that they are. Then we really take 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 a hard look at, you know, hey, I need to give up some things to get to those things that I want to win. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. And you know, like Sounds like I said, anyway. you know, yeah, it, it, that makes that <laughs> makes perfect sense because you know. And we're going to get more into it. You know, if, if if you stay tuned, we're going to take a quick commercial. And we're not going to have a lot of commercials today because I really, we don't have a lot of time to cover this important issue. So we're not going to have a lot of commercials today. But, you know, I do want to get a couple of commercials in before we really get in on this topic. And uh, so I hope that you stay tuned and, and, and get uh, get some information, hopefully some life-saving information for somebody. So uh, just stay tuned. And, and we'll be right back. Sadly, today, most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. 
Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage. Integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures, the author has provided a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addiction counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and Serene. Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction. Hello, my name is Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We have you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. Hi, my name is Lloyd B. And I am the host of Recovery Just For Today, which is a show dedicated to those who are struggling with addiction and substance abuse. I host this show with my father, Lloyd B. Sr., and together we come and we share our experience, strength, and hope every Monday at 8 p.m. Join us as we air live on WIN Radio, which stands for We Inspire Network. If you or your loved one suffers from addiction or you know someone who is in recovery, please share this information because you never know when what you have to share may actually save someone's life. Thank you and God bless you. Welcome back listeners. And thank you for tuning in to the Just For Today Show, Recovery Just For Today Show. Uh, we are live on WIN Radio. And uh, I'm your host, Lloyd B., with my co-host and father, Lloyd Sr. And we have been talking about the topic, Surrendering to WIN. And, um, you know, what I want to do is, like I said, since we don't have a lot of time, what we're going to do, and this is a, this is a very important topic, what I want to do is I want to play I want to play a, a a quick clip, and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about it afterwards. But you know what what I want to ask the listener to do is, please do not disqualify yourself if you are listening for whatever reason. It doesn't matter what reason comes in your mind 
whether it's the the if you're listening and you you know it sounds sounds like somebody that you you might not be able to relate to, just stick around, just stick around, and 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 stay tuned, okay? Um, I, I promise you, if you if if you tuned in to and you're looking for some some type of uh, help and some type of inspiration uh, or whatever it may be, if you just stay tuned. Uh, we may just have something for you. So just just stick, stay tuned and, and um, listen to this clip real quick, quick and we're going to come back and we're going we're gonna to do a little talk. We're going to discuss it a little bit. I'm delighted to talk about something that I didn't understand. I almost died of alcoholism because I didn't know what people meant when they said surrender. Um, in 1977, my life, I had burnt to the ground one more time. And I came out off of a bad drunk, locked up in a jail cell, facing two years in prison. I think uh, it's customary in the United States that when you're arrested, you get a phone call to call for help, and there wasn't anybody to call. I was totally alone. And I don't know how that happened to a guy like me who had once, once had great friends. I was the guy with all the potential. I was the guy who I had a family that loved me and would have done anything for me. But alcoholism will beat that out of people who love you eventually. And I was totally alone, so I did something that I had done a hundred times when I was in trouble. I went to a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous. But I did not go for recovery. I had, by this time, I had been in and out of Alcoholics Anonymous meetings for several years. I, I came to my first AA meeting before I was old enough to take a legal drink as a kid. And I had given up on Alcoholics Anonymous. I, I, I liked you. You were always very nice to me. But I knew that you didn't have anything for me, and I had apparent evidence. And the evidence was I stopped drinking and tried with everything in me to stay sober. And I didn't feel anything close to the way you looked. And there was something else wrong with me. And I didn't know what it was. And I came to a conclusion after, after dozens and dozens of AA meetings that I know it looks like I have an alcohol problem, but it's really not an alcohol problem because when I get sober, it gets worse. I suffer from, and, and, and I go to meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous and I watch you and you get sober and you become wonderful. I mean, you're, you're grateful for everything, for God's sakes. I mean, I don't, I don't even like anything, really. So I've given up on Alcoholics Anonymous. You're nice people, but you don't have anything for me, really. And I had spent years with psychiatrists, years taking medications, years in treatment centers, long-term, short-term churches, everything there was to, to do, and I, I didn't know what to do. And here I am. I burnt my life to the ground one more time. And I went to an AA meeting, and I didn't go for recovery. I went for cigarettes. And that's the truth. And I'm, I'm in this meeting, and there's this guy 
who's a, a solid member of Alcoholics Anonymous named Woody, and Woody's bringing a meeting in, in there. And Woody, I don't like Woody. Woody is one of those, first of all, Woody is one of those guys that got sober and has the big house and the brand new car and the wife and the children and the great job. He's so happy. He's grateful for everything. And he just can't help but want to rub it in my face. And I don't like Woody. Woody is creepy to me. Woody is something I don't understand. Woody is happy and sober at the same time, for God's sakes. I don't get that. I don't, I don't even like people like that. They, they creep me out because I stop drinking and abstinence feels like I'm doing time. And I put up with it until I can't put up with it no more. And here comes Woody with his minions to come in here. He's one with his pack of do-gooders to try to fix us. And I, I, I knew Woody, but I knew Woody had a lot of money. And I needed somebody to get me out on bail. And I, I, so I went up to Woody and started talking to him. And he was willing. He said, he said, I'm here. I'm here to help you, kid. So I explained to him I needed him to put his house up so I could get out on bail. And... You know, these people in AA are hypocrites. They say they want to help you until you explain it to them. And then when you explain it to them, you know, they don't want to go. They want to do something. He wants to give me a big book and help me with the steps. I don't want a big book. I want out of here. They don't want to get me out of here. So I got, I got a little pissed off at him. I, you know, I got a little bluster. I said, I don't need your help. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get in a good recovery house. Not like that one that took advantage of me. I'm going to get a good one. I'm going to get some of that government money. I'm, I might go to school. I, I might be a doctor. I might be a lawyer. And what he's looking at me and he's shaking his head and he's laughing at me. He's laughing. He says, kid, who are you kidding? You're not going to do any of that. Kid, you're not even going to stay sober. You're probably going to die of alcoholism because you haven't hit a bottom and you haven't surrendered. And I didn't say nothing to Woody, but I was angry at him. I thought to myself, how dare you say that to me? That's the most negative thing I've ever heard. Where's the AA love? I mean, that's the, I don't need that negativity. I need positive reinforcement here. Haven't hit a bottom. You with your big house and your good job. You don't know nothing about me, Woody. Haven't surrendered. Surrendered what? There's nothing left of me. A couple years before, I had things I could have given up. I, I, I had a good job at one time. I had a pretty girlfriend. I had, I had a motorcycle. I had a place to live. I even had at one time, I suspect, some self-respect. But I don't have any of that anymore. There's nothing left and I, don't, I didn't say any of that to Woody because I don't know how to talk to people when I get sober. I just get locked up in my head. But I thought all of that. And I, I couldn't sleep that night spinning in my head the different things I should have said to him to make him realize how wrong he'd been saying that to me. And I had no idea what he was talking about when he said that I hadn't surrendered. I thought, oh my God, you can't, 
I can't lose it. There's nothing else to lose here. Excuse me. Well, listeners, if you if you have tuned in and, and you caught some of that or, or you've been listening from the beginning, you know, I I I don't know if you could relate to, to some of the stuff that he was saying, but I'm sure that some people can. And um, you know, he's gonna go a little bit more into depth about what uh you know, what he came to believe, you know, uh surrender meant to him. And, you know, and we're gonna we're gonna play that play that little few minutes too, but you know, I, I just wanted to come back in and, and kinda see if uh, see see if my father had anything he wanted to add to it and I might say a little bit on that too. Yeah, as I um thank you, Lori. As I was sharing sharing with you earlier today when we were discussing the clip, um what what um what um what I got out of what he was saying, uh, he um, he was talking about he, you know, he was talking about things that he that he said he didn't have anything else to to surrender. He's talking about his job. He's talking about his motorcycle. I think and um, whatever else. But but see those those were material things. You know, those were things, and I, and I, and, I, and I suspect that those things he didn't surrender those things. Those things perhaps taken away from him, from him. So, um, so as I was trying to, um, as, as I was sharing earlier with Lloyd, I was telling him that I think that that the most important thing that we can surrender uh, is ourselves. That's that's the most important thing we can surrender is is, is ourselves because. That's 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 the one thing that we're not going to get back. If 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 we lose that, if we lose our lives, we're not going to be able to get the, get that back. So that's the most important thing I think we 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 need to surrender in this whole thing, you know. And and the other thing I was um, I, I saw that came to my mind as he was talking too is that um we got to know we got to know what winning looks like. You know, I had that thought. Once, once you see, because the reason I said that is because a person, you know, if, if, you know, if you think you're winning, you're not going to surrender. You're not going to surrender. If you think you have a winning hand, why would you fold? So, so, so again, we we got to come to uh, we, we got to come to a conclusion uh, to find out. What it, what does life what does life look like? What does a winning life look like? So yeah, that that's mm-hmm. all Lord I want to share. Yeah. And you know, as uh and those are some good points and you know, kinda of to piggyback on what you were saying, you know the the gentleman that was speaking, you know, he was saying that basically he 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 had a problem, you know. But his but his what I gather from what he was saying, and I could I could I could relate to him. I don't know if anybody else listening could, but I could relate to him because I remember when I was you know um, caught up in in active addiction, and 
you know, throughout my throughout my life, a lot of the things that <clears throat> that he went through and that he explained, I also went through. You know, whether it was you know going to uh, having having been uh, uh, going to to meetings and and going there and seeing other people and saying, <clears throat> you know, hey man, you know th- these guys are all it's okay. You know these guys are all right, but you know what? I- I'm I'm just a little bit different. You know. <clears throat> I'm just a little bit different than these guys. Whether, cause see, with me, what 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 was what was the 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 thing that I I used to disqualify myself was that I was young, you know. And most of the people that when I when I got introduced to you know recovery programs and, and treatment centers and stuff like that, a lot of the people that were in these places were older than me, you know. So. For me, it was, and they and they may have been using something different than I used. They may have been, somebody may have been using crack cocaine, or they may have not drank the 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 you know the same type of alcohol that I drank. Some of them might have been using pills or or something to that effect, you know, or had a different type of addiction. And I, you know, I'm like, well, hey man, you know, hey, you know, hey, it's all. I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't do that, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not old. You know what I'm saying? I'm not old, so I still got some time to get this thing. I, I still got some time to figure out how to manage my drinking. You know what I mean? You know, uh, y'all just couldn't get it right, and y'all old. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I'm like, well, hey, you know, boo-hoo on you, you know, but um, I'm, I'm going to get this thing right. You know, I'm going to win. Basically, my, my idea of winning was to be able to leave those programs and prove them wrong. I'm going to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to win by being able to use and drink successfully. That was my idea of winning, you know, to prove other people wrong because, believe it or not, there are people out here who can drink sociably, who can take a drink of wine on occasions, and, 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 and it not be a problem for them. Absolutely. Okay, and, and and but I'm not one of those people. Okay, and neither were the people in those programs. But a lot of those people who had who had became uh, uh, winners, I'm gonna call them winners because they were in recovery and they were living a life that was you know uh, that was uh, joyous and free. You know, they were living a life that uh, you know they were they were uh, living a productive life. You know what I mean? And um, they were winners. You know what I mean? And those people had, had come to the come to the understanding that hey, I'm 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 one of the I'm one of the few in this society that can't I can't do that. I cannot drink successfully. I cannot use successfully, you know, and they were winning. You know, they, they were winning. And so um, you know, uh for me, you know, it took a while. It took a while for me because, you know, I still had some fight left in me. I still was fighting the process. And, see, I'm hitting around where, where we're going with this thing, you know, by, by saying that I was still fighting. I was still fighting, you know, the help that was uh, presented to me. I was still fighting. I, I was still fighting the idea that I had a problem. I was still fighting the idea that I I could not use successfully. I was still fighting the idea that I was an alcoholic. 
I was still fighting the idea that I was an addict. I was still fighting the idea that, you know, uh, I couldn't get, I couldn't uh, go out here and drink responsibly, uh-huh. you know? So, so, so I'm, I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to play this last little piece of, uh, of the gentleman. And then we're going to go ahead and, and finish the show out by, uh, you know, uh, commenting and, and, and taking it on out. So, um, here, here's the, here's the second part. But Woody was talking about one thing, one thing that I have to give up and I didn't understand what it was. I, 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 I couldn't I, I couldn't I couldn't get my mind around what he's talking about. And there is only one thing that any alcoholic ever has to give up. There's only one thing that stands before me in all the abundance and wonderful things that God would give me. And that is my judgment. You see, I fit the old adage, you can always tell an alcoholic, but you can't tell him much. I'm the guy, I can go out, I can get sober, stay sober for 10 months, 12 months, 11 months, build up a great life, I go back to drinking, I ruin my life, I burn it to the ground, and I end up back in Alcoholics Anonymous, and the first thing I get back is my opinion. And it is my opinion and my judgment that separates me from you. I can't, I can't connect here with anybody. I can't identify because I can't stop picking you apart in my mind. Hoping because I really secretly feel so bad about myself that if I can pick you apart and tear you down, maybe I'll level the playing field. Maybe I won't feel so less than if I can pull you down. But those of you who have lived that with those defense mechanisms, you know that it doesn't really make you feel more even. It makes you feel more separate and apart from. And I, I don't know what's wrong with me, and I, I, I wish I could tell you that that was my last drunk, but I, I went before a judge and ended up getting sentenced to two years in prison, and the judge cut me a break, and I gave me a chance to go into a treatment center for the last time and I couldn't stay sober in there and I was going to go to prison and I was running from the police and living on the streets like an animal and I went I went to a bridge with a bottle of that that kind of wine I used to drink the kind of wine that has never been within a hundred yards of a grape I mean there's no this wine is like grain alcohol and flavoring, but it was, the, it was the cheapest kick for the least amount of money I could get. And that's what I, that's, I was an economy drinker, I was a little frugal. And I, I go to this bridge with this bottle of wine to try to get up enough courage to kill myself. Because I am in a trap I cannot spring. And I don't know what's wrong with me. And people like Woody had been telling me things like, kid, you got to surrender. And I don't know what they're talking about. I understand today exactly what they're talking about. I came, I could not kill myself, and I came off that run at the end of that drunk in a hospital with IVs, and I was so sick. I, was, I hadn't eaten anything in about 10 days. All I'd been drinking is cheap wine, and I had, had the sores, and I was in really bad shape. And in that hospital, they, they sobered me up physically and got me a little bit so I could get back on my feet and go to an AA meeting. 
And in that Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, something had changed inside of me. And I didn't understand what had happened. I, I understood later when I heard a man named Chuck Chamberlain talk. And, but at the time, I just sat there for the first time in many years of attending AA meetings. And you know the voice in your head that runs the critique about everything in the universe? It had gone away. I guess it had gotten beaten out of me. And for the first time in my life, I just sat there and I could hear you. And your message washed over me. And I sat there and I started to identify with members of Alcoholics Anonymous. And as, men, as these guys would share, I found myself sitting there and nodding my head and thinking quietly to myself, my God, I'm like that. I feel like that. I thought like that. I, I drink like that. I failed like that. I've experienced most of the things those people are talking about. And for the first time in my life, I could hear you. And I think I could finally hear you because there was enough of me kicked out of the way that I could finally hear you. See, the problem between me and you is I, I always have too much me between me and you. Right? So, and the problem I had with God is there's too much me between me and God. And I finally got just enough of me kicked out of me that I could hear you. And I, I didn't know that, that, that I had been surrendered by the bottle. I didn't understand that that had happened. But I think what happens when you get enough of you beaten out of you, there's a little bit of room for something to come in your life that you probably, if you're like me, don't even believe in. And that's the grace of God. Something I didn't believe in. But I had enough of me kicked out of me that there was a little, there was a little bit of vacancy within me and there was room and God deplores a vacuum. And something came into my life and I didn't understand what it was, but all of a sudden my perception was different. When people in AA said, get a sponsor... I got a sponsor. When they said join a home group, I joined a home group. When they said start getting on your knees and praying every morning and every night, it was crazy. I don't even believe in God and I started doing that. And I don't even believe in God. But I'll tell you what, what my experience is. And I, I think I was surrendered by the bottle. But Dr. Harry Tebow, who is mentioned in A.A. Comes of Age, and who was very instrumental player in the early days of Alcoholics Anonymous. He helped Bill Wilson a lot. And Dr. Tebow talks about the amazing recuperative powers of the alcoholic ego. There's, it, it, it's like you can be absolutely beaten to your knees. You can be completely surrendered to the point where I don't know anything. Help me. I'll do whatever you say. And three weeks later, no thank you, I know what I need and I know what's wrong with you. Right? It, it grows back like a bad tumor. I mean, it just, it doesn't, you, you could have it beaten out of you and it just grows back. And that was exactly my experience. Incrementally, bit by bit, I started being consumed with myself again. And I don't even know that that's happening to me. I don't even know that, that I'm starting to suffer from untreated alcoholism, which, 
which the book says the, the, the root of, of this trouble is selfishness, self-centeredness. I don't know that I'm getting back absorbed in myself, in my feelings, in my life again. But that's what's happening to me. And I don't even know that I'm becoming the center again. And, and it didn't happen overnight. It happened very incrementally and slowly. And I started to suffer again from depressions. And they, they, look, they look like clinical depression, but it's not. Even though if I was a psychiatrist and I was diagnosing a guy like me, I would probably come to the conclusion this guy's clinically depressed. But do you know why I know it's not clinical depression? Because the treatments that are effective for clinical depression don't work on me. But the treatment for spiritual depression does. Okay. Okay. So, if you, if, if, if you heard that, you know, some, some people might be saying, well, what is, what is he talking about? And, you know, when you when 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 this guy was talking, you know, I, I promise you I could I could I could identify with a lot of the stuff he was saying because that was similar to my process. And, you know, for me came to a point to where, you know, after fighting and fighting, you know, the help that was being presented to me, whether it was in the form of a treatment facility whether it was in the form of, you know, uh, loved ones trying to uh, to get me to uh, go into a program or, you know, the different uh, uh, programs that I was introduced to, you know, to help me. You know, I, I fought those things tooth and nail. You know, I fought those things with all my might <clears throat> until I couldn't fight no more, you know. Um, I fought down to the last minute, and you can ask my father about that. You know, yep. I fought to the last minute. I mean, to the point to where, you know, part of my story is even when I got to the point to where I was going into my last uh, 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 treatment facility, you know, where, where when, when I uh, finally got, got uh, clean and sober over 13-some years ago, uh, <clears throat> I went into, my, my father took me to the hospital to check me in. And when they tried to check me in, I tried to run and escape out of the out of the building. And you know, um, my father tackled me, you know, and 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 held me and held me and 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 made sure that I got into that program into that into that uh, uh, treatment uh, 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 facility. You know, I fought down to the wire until I couldn't fight no more. Okay, so I can relate to what this guy was saying because, you know, a lot of times what happens is we get to the point to where you either going to continue to try to fight or you're going to or you're going to throw up your hands and say, you know what? I can't do this. I cannot I cannot I cannot beat this thing on my own. I cannot. Uh, continue this way because everything I have tried has failed, you know. And so when we're talking about what surrender is, you know, what and what am I surrendering, 
you know, some of the things that, that, that the gentleman was talking about was, you know, like defense mechanisms, you know, uh, you know, one of the things that a lot of times we, we, you know, we do is, you know, we have these defense mechanisms, you know, so as soon as, as soon as, uh, uh, help is presented towards us, if we if we are, 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 are struggling and we are, uh, you know, say for instance, you're out there now and you, and you, you're struggling with getting yourself together, getting, getting, getting clean and sober and staying clean and sober. And somebody offers you a way out. The first thing that happens is a defense, a defense mechanism comes up to where we, we start, you know, like he said, we start, uh, looking at that person and judging them. We start looking at them and finding faults and, 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 and flaws in them and start judging them. And, and, and we put up a defense. And I believe people may be even doing that now as they're listening. They're like, you know, because we, we're coming with some information that I believe is, you know, could be helpful to someone. You know, we're sharing our experiences and hope how it, how, you know, you know, how it worked for us, you know, but I believe that there are some who are, are listening, who, you know, who are listening and they've gotten to the point to where they are, they finished, they're tired, they're sick and tired of fighting this thing. And they're, they're willing, they are ready to hear any suggestions that we have. Just like he said, he got to the point to where early on in his recovery, he didn't even believe in God, but he had got to the point to where he gave up fighting. He said they asked him to pray. He said at the time he didn't even believe in God. But guess what he did? He started praying because he had surrendered fighting his health. Okay? Mm. So So what we're talking about is letting go of all these defense mechanisms and fighting your health, you know, fighting the truth, you know, because sometimes, like that dude Woody came to him and told him the truth. You know, sometimes you know when people come to us and they tell us the truth, they like, hey man, you know, like you know, uh, you know what's you know what you know they may come to you and say, hey, you know what you know what's your plan on trying to, you know, uh, you know get yourself together, you know, and you tell them, hey, I'm gonna do A, B, and C, and they're looking at you and they can see, and they may have some experience in what's going on. They say, hey man, that you know that's not gonna work. You know, like my yeah. uncle Clarence used to say, that that dog is not gonna hunt. You know, uh-huh. you you you've already tried that. You've tried something similar to that. That's not gonna work, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes, and, sometimes and, you gotta. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, sometimes you gotta you you you've got to come to uh you you gotta come face to face with the uh, reality. Sometimes sometimes you have to be slapped in the face with the. Uh, a good, a, a good, a good dose of reality. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you you just have to tell people. You know, if if you don't if if you don't straighten up and fly right, you know, you you you're gonna die. You're gonna end up in an institution. You're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna be you're gonna be incarcerated. You just have to look people in the face. And tell them that's exactly what's going to happen. I like what the guy said. He said that the most important thing, and it goes to what I was saying before, 
He said that the most important thing that an addict can surrender is their judgment. That was very powerful because it's because it's going to have to come come a time come a time when you're going to have to turn your judgment over to you know a winning scenario, okay? Because the things that you've done in the past, you know good and good and you know good and well that they that they are losing scenarios, they're losing options. You know that that's bad judgment. So you so you've got to turn this thing around and 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 and, and begin to 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 work on a, a you know a winning a, a winning scenario. You got to turn your judgment over. And, and by that I mean you got to turn, you got to, you got to turn your thinking over. To, you you got to put yourself into it. I said it before. The most important thing you can give is yourself. Is yourself. I said it again, that that we that we that we that we people who 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 have become who have an addictive personality, we're accustomed accustomed to taking. To having things, you know, done our way, you know, but, but, but this surrender thing, you have to, you have to, you have to wake up, come to realize that the things you're doing, they're just not working. They don't work. You've got to face the fact that you know if you continue to do those things, you know. It, it, it's, it's just not going to work. You, you've got to come to the conclusion that you want to that you want to surrender to win. One of the one of the, the the things that come to my mind when I think about surrendering to win because sometimes you got to keep it real simple, you know. And one of the, the things that come to my mind is that saying, "Let go and let God." Yeah. You know, and you know. If you're in a situation right now, since we're running out of time, if you're in a situation right now to where you are, like he said, you're in a trap that you just can't spring, you know, you're at that point to where you, like him, and like you, you've been tried everything and you just just can't get right, and he found himself, you know, on the bridge, you know, thinking about trying to kill himself because he was in a he was in he was in a he was in a trap that he couldn't spring. Basically, he was caught up in the grips of addiction, mm. and he couldn't get loose. You know, I remember mm. being in that same situation, and I was standing on the building, you know, thinking about the same thing. You know, I so I know what he's talking about. You know, if you at that point to where you've tried to get right with all of your power, with all of your strength, with all of your willpower, and everything that you have done, you have failed. You know, what we're saying by surrender, what we're saying is let go of everything that you are trying to do to fix yourself. Yes. Let go of every idea in your mind that's keeping you from going to get help. Let go of anybody who is who is telling you in your ear you're okay. Let go of every old idea that you have that tells you one day you can get it right and you can drink like other people or you can smoke like other people. Let it go. 
That's a scary thought. That's a scary thought. That's a scary thought for us because I remember thinking to myself, mm-hmm. can I let go forever? But oh, yeah. the important thing is, can you let go for today? Let it go today. And the good part about it is you're just not letting go and just free floating out there. We're saying let go and let God step in and use whatever means he has available and has yeah. presented for you to help you. That help yeah. can come in all types of forms and fashions. For me, Absolutely. you know what I mean? I did not give up. I did not give up on my faith in, in God. I did not give uh-huh. up on, you know, my my um my faith in, in Christ. I didn't believe, I didn't give up on that. But uh-huh. but but what happened was God used programs such as Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous and treatment facilities to help me. Uh-huh. Okay? And when I stopped fighting it, when I stopped fighting the suggestions from those who truly cared about me and stopped trying to look at them and say, well, you ain't got all your stuff together either. How are you going to come at me and tell me, you know what, back in the day you did such and such, or you ain't, you ain't perfect, you know? When I stopped looking at them and trying to uh, use my defenses to, to – Basically, I was holding on. I was holding on to 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 judge to to a judgmental attitude, a a mindset, holding on to a mindset that was dooming me to continue to be caught up in the grips of addiction. And what we're saying today is, let it go. Let it go. Don't hold on to the thing that's killing you. That's that's what we that's what we do. We hold on to the thing that's killing us until it's too late. And that's what we're here today to talk about is surrender, let go, and let God. We, didn't ran, we, we ran out of time. I, I want, I, I, maybe we can pick back up on this uh, next week. But uh, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and close out with the, uh, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, mm-hmm. who art in heaven, in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Be thy, name. Thy, kingdom come, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, will be done. on earth. As it, as it is in heaven, give us this day, us this day our, daily bread, our daily bread, as we forgive those we who have trespassed against, trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, temptation, but deliver us deliver from us evil. Small evil. For thine is the thine kingdom, is the, kingdom the, power and the, glory. the power and the glory, forever and ever. Forever and Amen. ever. Amen. Check us out again next week, same time, same place, and God bless it you. It works. It works if you work it. No doubt. It's not your ordinary radio station. The home of true inspiration. Inspiration. We inspire that It's not your ordinary radio station. The home of true inspiration. Inspiration. Inspire that. Inspire that. Inspire that.